Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Coming up on 5 o'clock on this almost winter Tuesday. Isn't the first day of winter like tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken? Isn't it December 20th, Tiki? You should be all over this. I'm surprised I you don't, don't know the answer. have a clue, actually. When does winter start in the New solstice is the 23rd, maybe? York. All right, I have the answer. Yes. Oh, wait, I don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> this should be no calendar. It's the first day your nipples are hard without a sweatshirt. Well, winter officially begins on December 21st, so we've got two more days. I think there's an actual exact time in which that's when winter starts. I'll try to get the answer in the meantime. Here's Sean. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on the fan. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere, and by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. I'm excited for this one because I'm sure I forgot names. And it's going to lead to one of those like a couple weeks ago. And I think this is up Evans Alley. Go ahead. All right. Julian Love. Two two picks last night on Monday Night Football. Leonard Williams all over the field. By the way, could never do this versus the Eagles with us. I'm going to give you the five guys that left New York and were better after they left. Ah. All right. Here we go. Number five. How about Amon Shumpert? Amon Shumpert. Because uh, he uh, went to a good team and happened to win because of uh, LeBron? Hold I mean, on. He on. was the 17th pick overall by the Knicks. And, by the way, during an era where, well, I guess we're still continuing, where the Knicks continue to miss on first-round picks. And he I mean, you can't say that anymore. R.J. Barrett signed a second contract. I know Mitch was a second-round uh, pick. He signed a second contract. R.J. Barrett is not a superstar. Neither is Mitchell Rodgers. Signing a second contract is not how I define it. <laughs> okay. Your, your first example is terrible. An NBA champion. Key defensive piece on several teams. He was much better after he left That's the Knicks. That's not true. He was better as a Nick than a Cav. He just oh. happened to be on a good team. Horrible first example. Here we go. Number four. I mean, brutal. I can't wait for you to go to Disney. I really <laughs> cannot wait. Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey. Easy Ed. That's, uh, that's a good one. All right. Third round pick of the Giants. Three years with the team. He goes on to be a key receiver on three Super Bowl championship teams, including Elway's two Super Bowls. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. That's right. a good one. That's a very good one. See, and, I'm not and, here just to annoy you. And he sired the potential MVP of this season. And he sired. Oh, sire means uh, mount. Uh, not acquired. acquired. No. no, sire. No, he's he, Christian he needs... McCaffrey's dad. <laughs> he sired. Yeah, he put him into the world. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. He, like acquired. That doesn't even make any sense. He sired. Uh, Sorry, I used the unless word. he adopted. You, you don't use. Were you watching Game of Thrones? All right. Number three. Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery, yeah, he has gotten better, man. A workhorse for a World Series champion? I mean, let's think about it. Oh, Scherzer stunk. 
DeGrom got hurt. Texas said they World Series champs without Jordan Montgomery. Nah, Jordan's been great. And, and he's about a, to earn a mega contract. It's yeah, another example of a Yankee pitcher that leaves and gets better. There's been a lot of them over yeah. the last few years. Nate Evaldi's another one. Sonny Gray is another one. And There's you know what? He's going to be with the Mets when they miss out on Yamamoto. <laughs> and you know why Jordan Montgomery was better? He was allowed to grow the beard and stop thinking about that. Number two. Travis Darno. Yeah. <laughs> Five years, yeah. lackluster with the Mets, yeah. DFA'd, goes on to win a Silver Slugger, I'll beat in 2020, yeah. is an all-star, wins a World Series, now he's kind of eh. No, no, he's become a good player. The, the craziest thing about Travis Darno is that his defensive metrics are through the roof. Okay. Well, and there. watching him every day, I never would have seen that one coming. Is that just purely coaching? Uh, pitch framing. Yeah, I think it's coaching, learning, I don't know. Maybe it's mm. a combination of both. An openness Experience. to learning. Came over here with Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I'm oh, aware. R.A. Dickey. Yes. Okay. John Buck. Number one. John Buck was another name. Had a big April. Do you want to guess number one before I reveal Gino number? Smith. Do you have a guess? Mm, no, I don't. It's Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was set up. I mean, all of these failures at Jet quarterbacks. He ends up earning the second contract. Has the big year last year. I'm not still sold big time on Geno Smith, but it's hard. What he has done. Right. Is is like doesn't happen. Look, he's in not Seattle's franchise quarterback, but he did make the Pro Bowl last yeah. year. Yeah, I have them have this game this weekend. I think he's going to play. Drew Locke looked good in the last drive uh, last night. Yeah, what do you do? Don't you kind of have to run it back with Drew no, Locke after no. yesterday? No, no okay. he was bad for most. It's going to be Geno Smith. He's not their quarterback of the future, but he is their quarterback of right now, and he can make the postseason again. So we'll see. Yeah, and I think we all thought when he was named starter that they would be picking top five list and they made the playoffs. Yeah. So Geno Smith's a rarity, but that's uh, my Cinco de five. Thank you very much, Sean Morass, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday night at about 10.30, winter officially starts here in the local area. Now, Thursday what, night. At Thursday Friday. night. Okay. At around, it's the shortest day of the year, actually, is Thursday. Because that's also what the first day of winter means. Still 24 hours. And so on. <laughs> you can't be this stupid. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I hear that. It's because it's the shortest daylight of the year. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. It's yes. not the shortest day of the year. Yet. Every <laughs> day is the same amount of time. It just happens to have the least amount of daylight. That's a good point. Mm. And that's the day I'm driving down to Florida. Mm. And so I'm following the darkness. And by the way, I just called you a doofus, which was my hammering point. Another argument I was right on. It's, not the, short, it's not the shortest day of the year. Okay, okay. But you know what he meant, though. Yeah, thank Come you. On. By the way, before you leave, Sean, uh, Tiki and I were talking about this off air, and we didn't get the update on it, which is that there was a story that came out over the last few days. In fact, I heard it while I was in the bathroom during the last commercial break with one of our news stations that was on Alexa. And... Oh, crap, I said Alexa, which means I screwed up everybody's Alexas right now. <laughs> you idiot. Alexa, stop. Alexa, turn on WFAN. Alexa, who is the current undisputed universal <laughs> champion? Oh, sorry about that. And now they turned off WFAN. So restart that. Alexa, turn on WFAN. All right, so last we had heard... Tommy DeVito was scheduled to go to a pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Hey. And I think he was going to get, what was it, like $10,000? Yeah, something like that. That's then, his asking price. That's and then his asking price. reportedly his agent went back to the pizzeria and said, wait a second, Tommy DeVito's playing well. We're actually asking for $20,000. And then the pizzeria said, we're canceling yeah. this. And they offered everybody their money back. Yeah, it went from $40 an autograph. He's going to sign 250 autographs to $80 an autograph. Yes, which is, wow. So... We were going to talk about it, and Sean told me there's an update to the story. What happened? Yeah. Okay, so he had an appearance today at some burrito place in Livingston. Okay, he did it, line wrapped around. After the burrito place, he pops over to the pizzeria Congelos. 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 Wow. Anyway, 
ends up meeting a ton of fans. Where he gets behind the counter, he's mixing up sodas. So that's and where he is fans. now. Yes, I think he's still there. Yeah. Based on they were like having like live videos, he went over and said. No, we're taking yeah. care of this. I'm a true Italian kid. We're not going to screw the pizzeria. And a little double dip for Tommy D. Wow. Today. Well, it's actually my tri- quarterback. It's actually a triple dip because he's coming to my town this evening. Is or the he town re- over. He'd be in East Hanover. For at what? The, at the Hobby Hive. He's going to be signing autographs from 6 right. to 8. Look, you know what? So all the kids in town are going over the Hobby Hive tonight. I oh, have, to, I have so to be transparent. And I think Tracy is actually going. She's going to go <laughs> My over? wife is going over. Yes. What is she going to do? Just say hi to him? Just say hi. So we'll he's represented by Max. You know Max. Left Seltzer. I pray that Tiki's wife comes home and maybe her chest is signed by Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign you, baby. I'm perfect with That's that. <laughs> Your, your agent's son is yeah. representing him. Your agent's son. Really? That's is cool. Represent- yeah. well, He's but, all in the family. But here's the problem. He and is I, now in the family I'm as su- of a week and a half ago. I'm surprised that Sean would be so so like this. I right. guess I have to be the guy. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you don't get to do this. You don't even know what I'm going to do. I do because Tiki interrupted what I was going to say, and you heard what I was going to say, and now you're doing this. Okay, go ahead. What were I going to say that you were going to say? I'm not going to let you do this. Then go ahead. I'm going to be transparent. Go ahead. He shouldn't be making a third stop. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the Wise and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion leading ladies a concert in celebration of women's history month featuring kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king christina perry at the king's theater in brooklyn new york on wednesday march 20th tickets are on sale now you don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices with kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king and christina perry odyssey's leading ladies presented by olay body buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com that town tonight you know what if i'm gonna kill zach wilson for going over to utah on the bye week why he is why, about why, why can't he do it it's it's, it's his off day I know it's his off day, Tiki. Right. He's done Dude, burritos. Go, go make that He's coin, done pizza. Bro. Tiki. The go Giants. meet the people. He's meeting the people. You know how you meet the people? You know how you continue to meet the people? No. You continue to stay relevant and keep your career going? Yeah. The Giants never beat the Eagles. They don't beat the Eagles. <laughs> I saw the Eagles last night be pretty ripe for the picking, and they yeah. have been for a couple weeks. Yeah, Drew Locke's a legend I would like Seattle Tommy now. DeVito to say, guys, with all due respect, I've signed these autographs all day. I have to get back in the film room. I don't care if it's my night off. We have to beat the Eagles. Brian Dable's giving me this opportunity. What I did versus New Orleans wasn't good enough. We have a big game on national TV, and I have to prove myself, and his team has to prove themselves. Mm. I don't need him in Franklin Lakes tonight. No, East Hanover. <laughs> East Hanover, high. doing whatever. I need him in the books. I'm sorry, Tommy. I know, enjoy it. Extend your 15 minutes of fame by beating the Eagles. You know what? I'm glad you did it, not me. Good job, Sean. Yes, Thank I was you. about to say that. But in I the mean, meantime, can you focus on beating the Eagles, Tommy? What are we doing here? But in the meantime, have fun at the Hobby High. Yes, have a great time. And when Marash is in the East River tomorrow, you know who put the hand out. <laughs> It's funny, so the Eagles lose last night, and I understand, like, if you're a Giant fan, you almost look at it and say, hey, we could beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They clearly are a flawed team. Yeah, they feel like there's something off over the, the last few weeks. No doubt. The problem the Giant fan has is you kind of dealt with this weird selfish choice. Like, you want to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, who wouldn't? You want to keep your faint playoff hopes alive, who wouldn't? 
obviously yeah. that part's easy. You want to see Tommy DeVito play well. But if you beat the Philadelphia Eagles, there are ramifications. Which are? The ramification for beating the Philadelphia Eagles Please is not... Please don't talk about the draft choice. No, no, no I wouldn't do that, right, Tee. You're good. right. Just Nothing making to do sure. with the draft. All right, good. Just making sure. Something realer. Something that may bother you a tad more. If you beat the Philadelphia Eagles and you cost them the NFC East, well, someone's got to win the NFC East. And the team who would benefit the Cowboys. are the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but you're not going to lose to the Eagles I'm just so not... the Cowboys don't win the, the division. Tiki, I'm not suggesting you it's root the, for It's the worst. It's, I mean, they're both bad, no, no, so you I... might as well get the W. Well, that's why I said it's like a Sophie's Choice. I'm not saying there's an easy answer to it. Obviously, you want to win. But if you win and you beat the Eagles twice, you are handing over the NFC East to a fan base that's infested our city. They're everywhere, these Cowboy fans. It's a dumb argument. What? Because this scenario in the NFL exists for every team if you're spoiling somebody winning the division. I know that. I understand. So who cares? But it's just, it's just, it's selfishly bad or good, however you want to look at it, because these two, the two rivals are the. Cowboys and the Eagles. Yes. And neither one of them is good. Like, trust me, I understand, Sean, that I would deal with this potentially, too, if the Jets were playing, let's say, Buffalo or Miami the final week of the season. Of course. This is not new. I understand. It's actually something you're probably used to because it seems like the Eagles and the Cowboys win the division every single year. They just trade off on it. I'm just saying that's a bad ramification of beating the Eagles. You hand the division to Dallas Cowboy fans. How about them, Cowboys? How about, you know what the Cowboys have never done to me? Gone out of their way to screw me out of seeing my team play in a playoff game. The Eagles did in 2020. Yeah. So, F them. So, <laughs> you despise the Eagles more than the Cowboys. Without uh, a doubt. Yeah. Okay. To me, to okay. me, it was a bigger rivalry. Okay. When I was playing, and I still feel I feel like even now it's more so the bigger rivalry. I'm just making sure. Cow- I mean, the Cowboys, are they've been great. And they're, I mean, sometimes they've been great, but they've beaten our butts. But still, the, to me, the bigger rivalry is the Eagles. I mean, and it's they, probably proximity and the fact that they are the most immediate um, last champion, mm-hmm. NFC champion, uh, NFC East champion. But so the, the Eagles are the team that I think Giant fans have the bigger issue with. It's funny. I think that there are more Cowboy fans surrounding you. Oh, and no sometimes doubt. it's the fans that no make doubt. you hate a team more than the actual team. Very true. Like, that's really what this is about. And I don't know if a lot of active players understand that. We don't hate necessarily, and hate is a strong word, we don't dislike individual players. We dislike the fans that root for mm-hmm. those teams. And are obnoxious about it. Yeah, like, I, okay, you guys don't like the Philadelphia Eagles. Totally get that. Do you dislike Jalen Hurts? No. No. In fact, when I, some of my friends that are down in the Eagles organization, I said to them a year ago, before, before they went to the Super Bowl, I said, you know what your big issue is? Your biggest issue is that Jalen Hurts is making you not the villain anymore. Because it's hard to root against Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He's just too good of a dude. I know. There's something about Jalen's, <laughs> man. Because I felt the same way last night watching Knicks Lakers. Like, I like Jalen Brunson. Right. I, I hate saying that because I can't stand the Knicks. <laughs> and right. I want them to lose all the time. And I love listening to CP, the franchise, after a loss. And Lugie disappear after a loss. Like, I love it. But Jalen's a good dude, dude. Like, I don't dislike Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I'd be lying. I'd right. be pretending to dislike someone I don't even dislike. By the way, did you see Saquon Barkley's quote? I want to read this to you. I did not. Some of the reasons why the Giants are losing, one of the things that's really affected them this season. All right, you ready? This is Saquon Barkley. Okay. Quote, if you look at a lot of our games this year, the games we lost and the games that got out of hand, we never stopped the bleeding. It's become a common theme in these games that have been bad for us this year. 
we got to find a way to stop the bleeding. We've got to be better in those situations. What does he mean, stop the bleeding? Like, here's the way I took it, and the reason I found it interesting, because maybe people read that and didn't think much of it. I took it as when things get bad, they allow it to get worse. And they let the snowball happen in these bad games. And he's sort of right when you think yeah. back to some of these yeah, losses. Yeah. Like the Dolphins loss. It just kept getting worse. Gets and worse. worse and the worse Niner worse. game earlier this yeah. season. The Dallas, the first game of the season. You never, you never stim it. Yeah. Why do you think that happens? I, I mean, part of it's probably scheme. right? You just have a game plan. You go into it. You have, you're sure about it. And then when it's not working, you still stick to it. You don't. You don't change things. You don't try to do things differently. You just keep getting taken advantage of. Um, part of it is just teams are just better, and I think that's honestly the real the real issue with the with the Giants. And I kind of knew this going into the season. It's why I had them at eight and nine or seven and ten, and not being in the playoffs and advancing from a year ago. It's just the roster still isn't where you know where you want it to be. Right? There's going to be turnover. There still needs to be turnover, and so. I think part of it is 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 scheme. I think another part of it is some of these teams are just better. Right. They're just better. No, I think in a lot of those cases, because think about the three games we mentioned off the top. Yeah. Miami, San Francisco, and Dallas. Right. Right. Think of the <laughs> skill mean, position players on those teams. Yeah. Offensive and defensive skill position. They're just better. Yeah. I think it's a good it's a good point Barkley makes, though. It that is. That a lot of the games they lost. And so how about the game they just played against the Saints? Mm-hmm. It was a 7-6 game. Yeah. That was a football game in the second half, and they let that first drive of the third quarter basically end the game. Yes. And it caused everything to go backwards. So it's an interesting observation from Saquon Barkley. 877-337-6666. Uh, just to give you some context for some of these calls we're about to take. <laughs> uh a few minutes ago, maybe about 20 minutes ago, Sean and I were both a little confused about date of conception mm-hmm. versus when a baby is born. Yes, because there's a lot of people that have a birthday today, including, yeah. including Nate Hackett, another friend of mine, Fran, and somebody else. Sal Licata's Sal wife. Sal wife. Brandon and, Tierney's wife a day earlier. Right, and somebody else. Your wife. Uh, no, my wife is... Is oh. September? Oh, I heard that wrong. My daughter, <laughs> my daughter is, is is two weeks from now. Sean's daughter, a week from now. Yeah, my daughter's Friday. Yes. Yeah. So we we had a caller suggest that maybe it's because of uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yes. To which I said maybe it's because of uh, Valentine's Day. Yes. Anyhow, let's which hear. Which brought from... up a discussion about nine months or ten months. So let's hear from an OBGYN. Doc is in Wayne. How are you, What's Doc? Up, Doc. Hey guys. Good afternoon. Um, first of all, I've been OBGYN retired now, but. Uh, practiced for 55 years. I've never been called an op-gun. Uh, <laughs> I don't. So, but I can actually understand that, Sean. Uh, and you're a giant fan, so I don't want you to feel bad. Let me just give Thanks, you that. A pregnancy takes 280 days, so it's 10 lunar months. Mm. Uh, and if you want to figure out the due date, you take the month, subtract three from the month, for instance, August, which is eight. Subtract three, get to May, which is five, and add seven days to the mother's, the woman's first day of her last period. You will then come up with a due date. 4% of women deliver on their due date. Four? Most are earlier than Doc, Only 4%. Most are earlier? Uh, Well, it depends. First, babies go a little bit later. Oh. But right now, uh, most babies are born between 39 and 41 weeks. Hey, Doc, with all due respect, and I appreciate the call, we're going to fact-check you right now by talking to Catherine and Lindhurst. How are you, Catherine? <laughs> What's up, Catherine? 
Hi, guys. Yeah, what's happening? So was Doc right about what he said, or was he lying to us? No. <laughs> He's about right. I, w- you know, I was, like, listening and waiting for um, for you guys. And this is what happened. My experience with three kids. So my daughter, I remember this very clearly. We consider around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right? Okay. So like November so 20th. Like Full November time to do it. 20... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember that clearly as the class. Can I ask you and why the... you remember it so clearly? Like, yes. What happened? Was it the turkey? What, what was going on yeah. that night? Just great night. <laughs> It was a great night, and I had a lot of drinks. Ah, <laughs> it was the oh, stuffing. Nice, nice. nice. <laughs> but right. I do still remember. Oh my gosh, this is like. Well, that was then, eighteen years ago. Because now I'm not drinking anymore because my religion. But that was eighteen years ago. Okay. okay. And, and um, she was born August. Her due date was August twenty fourth, but she came August thirty first. August thirty first. All right, I'm doing so some you... math right now. So that's eight <laughs> months. That's nine months. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so then my my son, right? Yeah, he he was born in February, but I also remember we conceived them in May. <laughs> <laughs> By the so, way, thank you for the call, Catherine. You see, Lugie, a lot of us remember when the conception occurred. Here's Catherine who remembers that Thanksgiving night, and she had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another. Boom, here comes a baby in 10 months. Yeah, if it's Thanksgiving, giving, I understand remembering. Yeah, but I, she remembers the other one, too. She remembers yeah. both of her kids. i got to think Thanksgiving's the least likely conception <laughs> night of the year. Is it a trip to fam? You sleep I'll take it a step night? further, Sean. I don't think I've ever done it on Thanksgiving. What? I, I would argue this. If you have had relations on Thanksgiving night, you have not properly celebrated Thanksgiving. Because oh. <laughs> you haven't eaten enough. Oh, my oh, God. Well, I, I, shit, I can't move. Well, maybe you're giving thanks in different ways. Look. You can't move. It's not the Olympics. You just lay there. Yeah, what but do you imagine, think you're doing? imagine the way Sean eats aggressively on Thanksgiving mm. or any day of the week. And I don't understand. Like, are you really up to performance that night? Probably not. Are you kidding me. And also the smells. <laughs> it's not tiki and kinky boots. Again, you're just laying there. I'm at my least attractive state on Thanksgiving night. I yeah. will just tell you. It's funny. I don't necessarily think of Thanksgiving the same way you do in terms of stuffing food down my throat. But I got to be honest, I've been giving it this thought over the last 30 seconds. Yeah. I think I am a Thanksgiving virgin. I do think so. Mm. Oh, I don't I, think I've, I've ever done it on that day. I don't day. know if I remember because the wine starts flowing. You just kind of forget. Oh, yeah. Wine starts flowing. I am in a situation where my wife is driving home and I'm going, honey, step on the gas. I'm getting side cramps. Like, that is not exactly a, a burst open the door. Have a cookie, oh, have you a cookie in the Thanksgiving. I don't leave. All so, right. You travel. You yeah. travel for Thanksgiving. Yeah, road teams on Thanksgiving never play well. You do me a favor. When you get home tonight, yeah. after your wife meets Tommy DeVito, <laughs> and you ask, how'd it go? Hey, yeah. Tommy. Ask her if she remembers ever hooking up with you on Thanksgiving. I will. Okay. I will. Because I'm going to ask my wife, too. I'm pretty sure I've never done it. I'm pretty sure it's never <laughs> happened before. Either way, thank you very much for the calls. When we come back, my gift to New York Giant fans, you will get to hear a real-life Dallas Cowboy cry. <laughs> <laughs> Evan and Tiki on the fan. Consider this a gift to Giant fans who hate the Dallas Cowboys. On Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys got their butts kicked by the Buffalo Bills. You saw that game? It was non-competitive. It was non. I mean, basically, the Bills ran the ball down their throats. Yep. It was it was just a non-competitive mess. And so after the game, I was curious. I can't wait to hear Micah Parsons' podcast. Like, what's he going to say? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, here's about a minute of Micah Parsons crying about the media being mean to him and the Cowboys. What I understand is, like, everyone just waits for the Cowboys to lose. Um, I saw multiple analysts, people who are fake analysts, who somehow got jobs on TV saying, there goes your boy. Like, 
it's almost to the point where it's like almost sick that they're waiting for another a former players are waiting for other current players to fail so that way they have something to talk about and I mean, it's not even to just get into names. I mean, I feel like at this point, you kind of know who you are. And it's like, oh, there he is. That's the person we've been waiting for. And it's like, why do you want a person to lose so bad? As a former player and as a current player, I feel like you, like I'm a fan of the game, right? Whether I'm playing Josh <laughs> Allen or whoever, at the end of the day, I don't want to see Josh Allen hurt. I don't want to oh, see him God. fail. I want him to stay out of a continuous career. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, obviously, when we're playing and we're lining up, I'm trying to beat him, right? But it seems that a lot of people are just waiting for uh, people to fail. Micah, Micah, mm. Micah, Micah, you're a cowboy. People don't like the cowboys. Right. Has That's nothing it. to do with the people. Has nothing to do with the individuals on the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. That's everything to do with the fact that for most of our lives, all we've been fed is Cowboys. That's it. Doesn't matter what town you're in or city you live in or what team you root for. There are Cowboy fans around. Everywhere. And they're obnoxious. Yes. And, and every year, the Cowboys are supposed to win the Super Bowl. And so when they don't, it's easy to just pick on them. Yes. Or when they lose a game that they're supposed to win, it's easy to pick on them. It has nothing to do with you, Micah. It has nothing to do with Dak Prescott. It has nothing to do with CeeDee Lamb. It has nothing to do with anything. Nothing. It has everything to do with the institution of the Dallas Cowboys, who at one time used to tell people there's a hole in our roof so God can watch us. <laughs> and that's that's right. not a joke. That's right. Right? So, Micah, learn some history of your team. That's why people hate on the Cowboys, well, not because anybody hates you. I think actually people love you. Well, he's an amazing football player. In fact, I wish the Giants had taken Micah Parsons I, instead of Kadarius Tony. Don't right? roll. Right? There's so many other, there's so many players on the Cowboys that I wish were Giants. But it's has nothing to do with the player. It has everything to do with the team. That's it, man. And like I can't speak about former players that are on TV. I'm sure there are some former players that have agendas. I'm sure they agendas yeah. exist everywhere. But this is very, very simple. And I want to explain this about the Cowboys and, like, every other team in sports. It really isn't about the player. Like, when people go on TV or radio or in a bar with their friends and they're saying Dak Prescott stinks or Dak Prescott's overrated or, I don't know, 99 out of 100 people would take Daniel Jones over Dak Prescott. (laughs) It's not a personal attack on Dak Prescott. It's an attack on the people that love Dak Prescott. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. So on Monday morning, if people went to their offices or they texted their friends and they sarcastically said, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? We're not doing it because we don't like Dak Prescott or Micah Parsons or even Jerry Jones, though maybe a little bit of Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. We're doing it. Because all of our friends who are Cowboy fans are obnoxious. Would you like a real-life example? You want to hear an example? please give us one. Ozzy and Woodridge. What's up, Ozzy? Hey, Ozzy, what's your favorite football team, pal? (laughs) Well played, Ozzy. Well played, my friend. Ozzy (laughs) is an obnoxious Cowboy fan. So, Micah, if you're listening at home, I want you to watch this. Watch what I'm about to do. Hey, Ozzy, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> you know what that was reminiscent of? This little Micah spiel? That was reminiscent of T.O. saying, That's, that's my, my cool <laughs> <laughs> It is similar. That's funny, Ozzy. That's a good one. It is similar. 
It is. And my opinion, and Tiki was asking it last week, for me, Dak is Tony Romo 2.0. Chokes in the biggest of spots and finds new ways to lose that you've never seen before, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. But again, this one wasn't on, this loss of the Bills wasn't on Dak necessarily. He did have an interception, wasn't great, but neither was Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't have 100 yards rushing. Nah, it came down and they couldn't stop the run. Right, they couldn't stop 79 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's yeah. True. They're uh, very soft on the front line. A lot of athletic, leaner guys and uh, these Mozzie Smith types really don't do much against the run. Yeah. But as far as you guys were talking on Thanksgiving night, yes. I only stuffed the turkey on Thanksgiving night <laughs> when the Cowboys win. <laughs> When they lose, I'm as limp as that thing. Okay. Oh, all right. Thank there. you very much, Ozzy. Good talking to you. Yeah. Appreciate you, Ozzy. Oh, there you go. It was a fantastic contribution to the show. Nah, yeah. he's fantastic. Always he's, appreciate He's that. probably not wrong for Cowboys fans <laughs> across the nation. <laughs> I don't understand when athletes will understand it ain't personal. Yeah. Our dislike of teams comes down to people you've never heard of. It comes down to our neighbors yes. and our friends yes. and maybe even people we see on TV or radio. That makes you dislike a team. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, Evan, never cared about the Brooklyn Nets. I hate them because of you. <laughs> and I'm always like, thanks. Right. I was indifferent to them, but I, now I despise them. Right. And so I do have a new addiction, though. Which Every is? time the Cowboys lose, I download Michael Parsons' podcast. Because I love to hear his tears. Uh, and I don't even dislike the Cowboys. I'm not like you guys. I'm right. not, I'm obviously not a Giant fan. Like, right. I don't love the Cowboys. Don't get me wrong. But they don't blo- They don't make my blood boil the way other teams do. In fact, I'll give you a specific example. The game I'm most excited about this weekend is the Miami Dolphins against the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There is not even a debate. When I put that game on on DVR from Disney World, oh, how about them Cowboys? You want the Cowboys how? to win. Of course. Of course. I want them to spank the Dolphins. By the way, yesterday on the show I said something. And I would like to offer an apology. To whom? To the audience. Okay. And to you. And to Sean and to Lou Gower. Yesterday, in a fit of rage, I may have made a comment that I'm so disgusted by the New York Jets, I have pondered not watching any of their remaining games. Yes. And Sean got very upset about that. Mm -hmm. Not a real fan. Called me like a fake, all that kind of stuff. Last night when I got home, I had a brief conversation with my significant other. Yes. And she said, honey, is that true? Are you not going to watch the Jets the last few weeks of the year? She listens. And as those were sometimes, (laughs) occasionally, as those words came out of her beautiful mouth, I had an epiphany. There's no way I'm not watching the Mm -hmm. Jets. So it sounded good when you said it. It sounded good in your internal brain, echoing inside the crevices of your cranium and your synapses of your mind. But then when she said it to you, it was offensive. Correct. I was almost offended by that dummy on the radio who said he wouldn't watch the Jets for three weeks. Again, this goes to the the game of Evan Roberts' life. There's no game. Here's the game here. And Tommy, who's been hip to this, I feel like I've learned how to play the game. You say this on the radio because I get it. On your mind, you're about to take the family to Disney. The holidays are here. And it's Mm -hmm. easy to say in your head, I'm not going to watch the game. I actually have stuff going on. Like you actually, It's not like us sitting on the couch. But here's the problem. You know that you've established some grounds in your life, as we all have as men in our relationships <laughs> uh, who watch sports. Mm-hmm. And the moment you punt on a jet game, right. even as bad a year as it you is, never get it back. You've planted a seed that 
you know what? You might be flexible in the future. <laughs> and one jet game leads to another jet game next year. It leads to two in 2025. Uh-huh. Once you've established your grounds, yep. gentlemen, never give up. Yep. So here's what I will tell you. Never thought of that, but great point. Never thought of that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going through my mind last night. But now that you laid it out in such an eloquent way, yeah, it's a great point. And Evan's wife is listening now, so guess what? <laughs> what? She's going to, like, hold you to the fire to that. Yeah. The thanks, one, thanks, Sean. The Giants stink. Guess where I won't be at <laughs> 5 o'clock on Monday? Sitting with my entire in-law's family at Christmas dinner. And I will be on the couch. Well, that's why you don't tell your wife how the team's doing. You just say they're winning. You lie like he does to their kids. Yeah, but <laughs> you have to understand something. And I've been with my wife since 2015. We got married. We met about a year and a half earlier. So she's known me for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. She has never witnessed the Jets be good. <laughs> There's the fart in the wind 2015. Sure. That's the one example. Her entire life has me been me, me being miserable on Sundays. So there's no example uh-huh. like Sean's wife has of playoff runs and Super Bowl success. But no, I'm not thinking the way you've laid it out. It wow. was more on Monday t- with emotion. I said to you how I honestly felt, which is I'm so disgusted by this disgusting franchise. I used disgusting twice. Uh-huh. I'm so disgusted by this wrecked, wretched franchise. I don't want to waste any more of my life this season. They're done. They stink. I can't do this. I'm not coming back from Magic Kingdom at 9 o'clock at night and investing three hours on DVR watching this worthless football team. And yesterday when I said it, I meant it. But as a day goes by and Aaron Rodgers speaks, well, I didn't know what he was going to say, <laughs> but as a day goes by and I start to relax and I'm like, okay, thinking about life, thinking about the Jets, thinking about Disney, thinking about my wife, thinking about life, I realized... I'm not going to not watch him. Of course you I've are. I've never done that. You have to watch him. And by the way, I forgive you of redundancy of disgusting. Because if they're disgusting, then they should disgust you. That's true. So I used it both fairly. Yes. My point is, I apologize to the audience. I didn't mean to mislead you yesterday. It's honestly how I felt. And on Tuesday, I have rectified the situation. I will be locked into the jet game on DVR once they play the Commanders on Sunday after I get back from Magic Sean Kingdom. Is, Sean we, is totally Because right, Sunday is the Magic Kingdom day, yes, by the way. Yes, we accept your apology. Okay, what, what do you need to no, ask? He, Should he, we he tell totally you what right. happened? What was that? Should we Bad tell team. you what happened? Tell me what happened with what? The Spoiled. Jet game. Okay, you guys are talking at the same time. One at a time. Should what? we tell you what happened in the Jet game? No! Should I what? not put it into the Mets chat, what happens in the Jets game? I'm not even checking the Mets chat when I'm on vacation. Should I not call you with an emergency and mm-hmm. say, Evan, guess what happened? Trevor Simeon just threw an interception. <laughs> you know what permission I'll give you? I will give you this permission. Because I'm going on phone lockdown while I'm at Disney. Phone. Oh. Complete lockdown. Wow. I will ca- keep my phone in case of emergency. You're only allowed to call me for one reason. Barring something like literally. Yamamoto. Yes, Yamamoto. <laughs> I will allow you, Tiki Barber, to break the Yamamoto nice. Now, if I can't get a hold of you, can I call Magic Kingdom and say, can you put a, like, a public service? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Evan Roberts, please come to the nearest emergency phone. Evan Roberts. No, no, I think they should just announce the Yamamoto news on the speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, for those that are interested, Yoshinabu Yamamoto has signed with the Yankees. I repeat, Yoshinobu Yamamoto has signed with the Yankees. Yes, that will be all. I think if you could pull that off, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, let's go to Kevin Milford. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kev? What's up, guys? How are you? We're good. Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a 52, and uh, I'm not obnoxious, Evan. <laughs> depends on what but day. Depends let, on how they played last weekend. 
Let me just say this. Yeah. The beginning of the year started. The Jets go down. Yeah. The Cowboys beat the Giants. They beat the Jets. No, 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 no. They hold on, hold on, Kevin. Game. They obliterated the Giants says, and obliterated Evan the Jets. <laughs> that freaking the Cowboys never beat anyone good week four. And who did they beat? The undefeated Jets week two. You were 1-0, Evan. How do you <laughs> Stop it. Listen, man, I don't dislike the Cowboys. Like, Sean, Tiki, they don't like you. What I would give you is an independent football observation about the Dallas Cowboys. Right. By the way, for me, it's because I grew up a Washington fan. And you played for the Giants. Well, also because I grew up a Washington fan. Oh, the double deucer. Think about the rivalry in the 80s, in the 90s. No, I get it. That was like real, real. I, I think the Cowboys are bullies. And I think the Cowboys' conclusion of their season will end in a predictably painful way. Mm. And I don't mean that to be a jerk. I'm not saying that because, oh, I want the Cowboy fan to be upset. I'm giving you an honest prediction on how things end up. This is what you guys do. You win 11 games. You win 12 games. You look legitimately good. And then when you look into the eyes of a championship contender like the San Francisco 49ers, you come up small. And that's what I think is going to eventually happen to your team. Now, I think you'll beat the Dolphins on Sunday, and I'm looking forward to that game. But predictably, the Cowboys season will end in some kind of agonizing way. And my prediction for the agonizing is a missed field goal from the unmissable Brandon Aubrey. Mm. That'd be my prediction on how it ends in such an awful way. But we'll all be watching with you. And you know what? I'm going to say this nicely. I kind of hope I'm wrong. Yeah. It's been a while. Why can't we get a little Cowboy Super Bowl now, run? Is that Why the, not? Is, is that the game of the weekend? Is that the one that makes the most juice, gives you the most juice? To me it does. Is that the game that most of America no. is seeing? I'm not sure. Guys, the game of the weekend is Ravens-Niners Christmas night. That's not that's not Sunday, though. That's Monday. No, I'm talking about Sunday. The Sunday. Yeah, we're talking about Sunday. Yeah, Sunday but su- it's kind of jarred because yeah, all the no, A-teams are calling games Monday. Yeah, true. But I'm just talking about matchup. Forget the A-teams. I'm just talking about the matchup. In Sunday's schedule, the game I am most looking forward to is the game between the Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, what are the other options? Tampa-Jacksonville gets interesting simply because of playoff implications, but not really, not juicy. Lions-Vikings is the good early game. That's all right. There's nothing great. They also have two more Saturday games, Cincinnati-Pittsburgh and the Bills against the Chargers. And Bills Bills Chargers only get if you have Peacock. Oh, really? It's a streaming game? Only streaming. Doesn't everybody have Peacock now or no? I don't. You don't have is Peacock? That for, is that right? Yep. So they're doing that and the wild card Saturday night game. I will not be getting Only Peacock. I'm on putting Peacock? Yeah. Yep. Are you not going to watch wow. it then? Because you're like a self-professed football I expert. Am. What are you going to do? I told Tommy this. Playoff game, a little different. To watch the Chargers and Easton Stick get killed by the Bills? No way am I in, in, in signing up for Peacock Saturday night. Yeah, no, but thanks. I, I have to break some news to you. Do you realize that with Peacock, right now if you wanted you could watch the 1990 Survivor Series. Oh my God. Like right now. Uh-huh. Like right now. Great. Yeah. Like right now during the next commercial break, you could watch a Monday Night Raw from 1997. Wow. Uh, anytime wow. you want. Why did would you, I want to do Did that? you also know you can watch every English Premier League game? Oh, wow. Well? Oh, you know what else? English <laughs> Premier League, and this will be right up your alley. You can watch every time the NWO appeared on Monday Nitro. All with Peacock. You can do that right now. I would rather take every thumb 
no, what do you call them, toothpick and shoving my retinas than watch 1990 Survivor Series or the Premier League. Well, first of all, that's not true because you admitted to me that you used to be a big wrestling fan back yeah. in the late 90s. Yeah. So if I'm telling you every episode of the thing you used to like is available, how is that not appealing? I'm, I I'm used very to confused. love the show Rugrats and Doug. Do I go back and watch them? <laughs> I got to tell you, if I could watch Rugrats tonight, I'd put it on. I liked Rugrats, Rugrats back was, in the day. Rugrats was nice. Is that available anywhere? Rugrats? It, I definitely, my wife has definitely shown my kids Rugrats. I got news for you. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't? It, like, what, are they like racist or something? No, like, what it's, is not, going on? it's not that. I, I promise everybody this. If you're in your 30s, 40s, whatever shows you liked as kids, you go back and watch them now and you realize, oh, Tom these and shows Jerry. stunk. Tom and Jerry still holds up. It's a great call, Tiki. In fact, my kids don't, in, even, don't even try. Man. No, no, you, he nailed it because I found out today that when it's raining during recess, they put Tom and Jerry on for my seven-year-old in school. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. That's amazing. Tom and Jerry still works. That's amazing. I love it. I think I'm more interested in seeing Hey Dude again. You ever see Hey Dude? Hey Dude. I don't remember Hey, hey Dude. Hey Dude, Nickelodeon? No. Ben Stiller's wife was on Hey Dude. I did not know Melanie. That. You know her? No. Hey Dude. Yeah, Hey Dude. Not you guys watch Hey Dude? Her name is Christine Taylor. Not to be confused with Hey Jude. No, it was very similar, though. Hey, dude was the one on the ranch. Hey, it was on the ranch. And by the way, I want to correct myself because you're right. Her name is Christine Taylor. Her character's name was Melanie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I remember that. Dude, if Hey, Dude was on, I'll give you another one. Salute your shorts. Yeah, don't know that one either. Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, that's not bad. Are you afraid yeah. of the dark? How about Pete and Pete? A little Pete and Pete action. Yeah. What was the Hidden Temple one? Where they Legends, Legends of the Hidden of, Temple. That's an Evan Temple. And what that's was the one with the Husky gal? Will do. Say it one more time. Oh, go ahead. I said it's amazing what eight years will do because yeah. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, because those, are, yeah, you didn't see that stuff. That was right up my alley. It was like a big show with the husky gal. With the husky gal? Yeah. What? <laughs> what does that even she mean? Was the Let funny, me try to Google that. The funny woman on Nickelodeon that, I mean, look, I'm going to say this because I'm over, the overweight girl. You're very I mean. No man. idea what you Is talking. there anything else about the show you care to share with the audience it was that could help? Funny, us? she was fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Double Dare? No, that wasn't no. funny, and she wasn't fat. March no. Summers did Double Dare. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a good In point, the 90s, yeah. right, Shawnee? Yeah. Fat Nickelodeon girl. Are you fat? What about oh, not, is... not, uh, was she fat? Mm. There's no way you're getting no, that. No, Clarissa was skinny. There's she's no way you're Sabrina getting Joe that from Hart. Google. There's no way, fat Sean, that you're getting that from Google. There's he's Google, no way. He's Googling girl, fat Nickelodeon no girl. Came right up. Came right up. What is her name? Where are they now? What's the name of the show, though? Oh. It didn't come right up because you don't even have no, the name the, of the oh, show. It was all that. She was the star in all that. Oh, all that. All that was lame. I wasn't a big all that guy. You also, didn't say Keenan and Kel. That would have been an obvious. Also thing. have no idea what you're talking all about. All that I think was like a Saturday Night Live kind of show mm -hmm. for kids. And I think that girl who went crazy was on that show. Amanda Bynes. Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Oh, oh, yeah, she's like, oh, nuts. Mm. Yeah. Crazy stuff happened. Anyhow, nice chat. Appreciate it. We'll come back with more of your calls. 877-337-6666. Plus... How did it feel last night watching a, watching a batter go up for an in-season tournament win? And it had me thinking, now that the Lakers put up an in-season tournament championship banner, would we mock the Knicks for putting up an in-season tournament banner next year? Does it make it okay? We'll explore Evan and Tiki on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today.
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.